over Broadway. So, Meryl, I know that this doesn't really, um, uh, <laughs> fuck, dead air. Sorry. Um, it's not dead air if you say dead air. That's true. That's true. <laughs> this doesn't really apply to you anymore. But um, do you ever just like look at Tinder and then realize that you like got a new match, but you don't know who this person is? You literally <laughs> don't remember swiping right on them. And yeah. maybe a Russian bot? <laughs> For the two days that I had Tinder, first of all, bold of you to assume I had any matches. Okay, well, I was just and, saying. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> you're like, I definitely didn't swipe. Because I literally any. just looked down at my phone and I'm like, who is this person? And I fully do not remember swiping <laughs> on this person at all. But Bobby, who went to Georgetown University. Hi, Bobby. Tweet at me. Bobby, baby. Because you're kind of cute. I'm Robbie, darling. Bobby, Bobby, booby. Um... This well, is, that's a way to start. This the show. is now a podcast about Connor going through his <laughs> Tinder matches. I like that you were casually scrolling Tinder just mere seconds before we <laughs> were on air. Well, because I had a notification and I was and my insane rat squirrel brain. rat mm-hmm. brain is like clear notification. <laughs> get dopamine. Time to get the good juice. Get that good. Give me the good, good feeling juice. Juice. That's very funny. I was just telling Connor about how I was teaching. Uh, one of the moms that I used to sit for how to use Twitter this week. Yeah. And um, just kind of like, I mean, like explaining retweets and favorites and stuff like that. And as we were sitting there, someone liked one of her replies oh to someone else. And she was like, oh, this person liked it. And I went, there it is. Your little rat brain got the serotonin it needs. <laughs> and now you're addicted. Now you're addicted. <laughs> she was like, never oh, be able it's to dangerous. I was like, yeah. She goes, do you think you spend more time on Twitter than Instagram? I was like, yeah, oh, 100%. 100p. She goes, why? I was like, because I don't have an interesting life. So what would I post pictures of? Exactly. I just know how to f- write a joke. Yeah, sometimes. And I'll be honest, it's a real low hit rate for me there. <laughs> I was excited because this, like yesterday, I tweeted three times and got two likes. And I was like, okay, coming okay, through. Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> Real bad out of hell hours. <laughs> Real bad out of hell. Um, taking anyway, it back, taking all, it back. All this to say, uh, find Connor on Tinder. <laughs> Swipe Please him, God. match him, take oh, him out Lord. to coffee, wife this man up. I would love that. <sighs> Maybe wouldn't? one day I'll have a boyfriend, <laughs> but. Who but can never be sure? Never. Well, Mitch is available whenever you need. Mm. He's taking a nap. He's he is fully, fully asleep. asleep. <laughs> he's given up on this podcast. He's so sick right now. And he, <laughs> oh, he's so he's sick. so, so <laughs> sick. And we're putting him through hell just being mean talent people. <laughs> but it's not our fault that he's the strong. <laughs> he's a lifter. He's a lifter. Whatever. I've given him many drugs. He's fine. He's, he's fine. <laughs> Prop him up on some pillows. We just need him to push Speaking a button. Speaking of pillows. Right? Is that how he I does? Just, so our... <laughs> That's very, very minimalizing of what Mitch does. He does much more than It's really hard to do his job. <laughs> Mostly um, because he has to deal with Meryl and so, I being assholes from behind the mic. He deals with me every day. That's what he chose to do in his life. In his one precious life. <laughs> like ah yes that's what i want (laughs) that right there mentally deranged (laughs) speaking 
speaking of pillows, uh, so what? I also want to tell you this insane story. Oh, okay, I thought you, I thought you had a really good segue to the show, but would that fu- I ever had a segue <laughs> that we ever could. my kingdom for a segue? No. Uh, so the heaters, our room is very small. Our bedroom, right? It's like twelve foot long by like seven feet wide. <laughs> it's very <laughs> narrow. Um, our bed like fits snugly right um and we have it pushed up against the wall where that's true you did you helped install it even (laughs) helped install it even um it's pushed up against the radiator right which since we moved in in june was not an issue oh god um this week it's been cold so the heater kicked on yeah um and we had pillows up against it so i woke up one day this week to mitch yanking the pillow out from under my head at 6 a.m. And I was like, that is my pillow. What are you doing? He goes, it's too hot from the heater. I'm helping. He just kept saying, I'm helping to me. Like, threw my pillow on the floor. I was like, you're helping me uh, build Be a defense for your murder. Like, Apparently. <laughs> so now we have to figure out how to arrange the bed so that it's not up against a heater so that I don't catch us on fire and i don't wake up at 6 a.m pillowless (laughs) well radiator i feel like you probably won't catch on fire it'd just be very very uncomfortably yeah it would just be warm yeah and then the heat wouldn't get anywhere else yeah i don't think it's gonna do a good job i'm interested to experience you could you could you could flip the bed so that your pillows are on the opposite end and your feet are by the radiator and then you never have cold feet we thought about that um but we do use pillows like that lean up against the wall we don't have a Mm, headboard yeah so those pillows would fall off we'll figure it out uh okay we've done enough up top so helping connor and i are in these double show days and honestly by the time we get to the just the two of us i'm wiped <laughs> at, the po- at this point, we're just like, yeah, jokes. Okay, yeah. we do this more. I would say we have like four, four units of being able to focus. Yes, and they're gone at this point. Oh, fully gone. So <laughs> by the time we best. get by the time we get to the, the when it's just the two of us, we're just going to talk about um, uh, TikTok bits, TikTok and bits, tweets. and tweets, and just the two of us, and. We are not licensed for this song, just the two of us. And speaking of songs, <laughs> musicals have songs. And today we're talking about a musical called... Title of Show. <laughs> I didn't know who was going to say it. You nailed it. Thank you. Title of Show, which is the title of the show. The title of the show. And not just me forgetting what the title of the show is. No, it's a fun little joke bit. It is a show about two guys writing a show yeah. about... Two guys writing a show. It's meta. I was trying to explain this to Mitch last night. He was like, I don't understand. (laughs) Let's say we're picking up a play. Yeah. It's about two guys writing a show. Then we decide to make a movie about the two guys who wrote the play about two guys writing a play. Yeah. Then we zoom out (laughs) further. Now we're looking at the world. More. We were looking at a bug on a leaf. Then we were looking at the tree. Now we're Ooh. looking at the bug. <laughs> and, the, and, and the green grass grows all around, all around. All the around, all around. It's all around. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Jesus song? No, it's like they're in a hole in the ground. And, 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 you, do you know the song I'm talking about? I don't know no, the No, I know that song. The green grass grows all yeah. around, all around, and the green grass But I don't think it's a around. Jesus song. Hmm. What's the one about worms? <laughs> 
the bones are their money, so are the worms. The bones? What? One time will you watch I Think You Should Leave so that you get any I'm of my sorry. references. I'm sorry. I've only One watched, time. I've only watched the first two episodes. I know I'm terrible. That's it. After we're done recording this, I'm forcing you to watch with me. I'm okay with that. Hold on. I um, Hold for Connor to look up for- Green Grass Grows All Around. That's all what around. I'm doing. I'm sorry. I, it's going to bug me. Mitch is furious. We're interrupting his nap for this. He's gonna make us chunk this in the trash. He is gonna make us. We chunk assured this him in the that trash. this was a one act. It's like a ninety minute show. We're like, we'll be done recording this in an hour tops. We've probably gone like twenty minutes. We've mentioned the show once. There was a hole. There was a hole in the middle of the ground. In the middle of the ground, the prettiest hole, the prettiest hole that you ever did see. That you ever did see. And the green grass goes all around, all around. And the green grass goes all around. And then they just like build the world out more. Oh, it's a real. There was an old lady who swallowed a fly. Story. Yeah. So it was relevant. <laughs> what? My my tangent was There's a relevant. hole in a log at the bottom of the sea. <laughs> sort of thing. Yes. What's the end game for the hole in the pretty hole in the ground song? Well. Do you really need <laughs> to ask that? That's my question. That's what I'm saying. Let's ask Mayor Pete Buttigieg. <clears throat> become whole. Become whole. Become whole. Become whole. Simply um, so. insane. <laughs> Mayor Pete is gay. This show was written by two gay men. We're back. Okay. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> this show. I'm peeking. Is has music and lyrics by Jeff. Bowen. Sorry, hold on. I didn't okay. cue you. Oh, sorry. Connor, can we get some facts and figs on title of show? Here's your facts and hold figs about title of show. <laughs> oh, I forgot that we were going to do a bumper. Okay. Facts and figs. <sighs> there it is. Music and lyrics ri- written by Jeff Bowen with the book by Hunter Bell. Um, for the production history, it premiered at the New York Musical Theater, Musical Theater Festival in September 2004. Um, and then it went through uh, some more rewrites and all that kind of thing. It went off off Broadway um, at Ars Nova on September in September 2005, and then it transferred to off Broadway in February 2006 and ran until April 2006. And then two years later, it transferred to Broadway and uh, was on Broadway from July 2008 to until October 2008. And ran for 102 performances. Nice. Um, they did get nominated for a Tony. Amazing. Even though it's like kind of a smaller show, not many people know it unless you're like a Broadway stan, mm-hmm. really. Um, excuse me. God, that burger we had from <laughs> lunch is coming back. <laughs> um, Gross. <laughs> yeah, it's a little kind of it's a little Kanban being the gross one this time. <laughs> Um, they were nominated for best um, book for a musical, oh. but they did not win. Okay. Um, and the show chronicles its own creation as an entry in the New York Musical Theater Festival and follows the struggles of the author and composer slash lyricist and their two actress friends during the initial um, three-week creative period, along with the subsequent events leading up to the show's full production. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all a, it's like like we said at the beginning it's like very meta it's all about them writing the show as the show is happening and then um, they have a bit in the <clears throat> the Wikipedia where they talk about how like as each new production happened they mm-hmm. just added more things that happened to them <laughs> into the show really yeah I don't know what that means. I don't because I don't fully under know like what was added. 
and I don't think they list that in the. Huh. But that's, interesting. Yeah, it's a fun little. I want to say um, this ice cube is massive. <laughs> that's what we're here. We're here for big cubes, baby. <laughs> big cubes, we got them. Uh, come to our house for big cubes. <laughs> I want to say shout out to Susan Sordo who handed me this soundtrack on a like she burned a CD for me of this cast so recording. Cute. She was like, I think you would really like this. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Susan. You were correct. I did like this. It's She's I. Like, I think you would really like the character Susan. And I was like, <laughs> he got me dead to rights. Dead Says, to rights. Got me dead to rights. I when I put on this um soundtrack to listen to it last night, I um I just like completely forgot how much I love this show mm-hmm. like it's so it felt, it's cute it felt like kind of like coming home because it was it's like one of the shows that I used to listen to a lot in high school yeah and um I like introduced to a lot of my friends because like I had found out about it from like YouTube videos or something like sure. that and then I was like oh this the show algorithm so, uh, the algorithm <laughs> if you will um thank you Jeff Bezos no never first of all never thank Jeff Bezos <laughs> and well, he did not you, invent it's YouTube. not my fault that you have an Alexa in your house <laughs> Don't say her name. I'm sorry. She will listen. She always Children listens. will listen. She always <laughs> listens. Um, but I do really love this show very much. It's cute. It's very cute. Um, you were mentioning before we started that this show shouldn't work for you. Do you want to talk on that? Yeah. I hate breaking the fourth wall. Okay. I hate asides to the like, Yeah. Wink, wink, we're all doing it. It's funny. You right. get the joke because you know theater. Yeah. Like, I, I don't enjoy that very often. Sure. Um, Like, the meta-ness of it. It's a show about a show about a show. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know why it works for me. I think because it speaks largely to the creative process. Yeah. I think that's why it works. Definitely. Um, but in theory, like if on paper someone had presented this to me as this is just a note, always present something to me <laughs> in the form of flattery by saying, I think you would really like this character and could maybe play it. Yes, thank you. I will listen to this. You think me a star? This could be a star making part for me? Of course. That's how I'm going to get you to listen to all of the the. <laughs> musicals from now on exactly like uh you could play this horrible old woman yes thank you i will listen this aged diva yeah a hundred percent i resonate with that um instead of just giving me the plot and the minute i hear the plot of the musical i'm like right done bored don't care oh i love that yeah, it's a good way to live it's my a good life. Way to, it's a good way to approach musical theater <laughs> and when you have a musical theater podcast. What? Are you saying I'm doing this incorrectly? <laughs> There's a better way? I don't think so. Um, to get into the cast, it's really simple. Yeah, very, very simple. Um, Hunter Bell played Hunter. Susan Blackwell played Susan. Mm-hmm. Heidi Blickenstaff played Heidi. And wow. Jeff Bowen played Jeff. And there's also a fifth character sort of Larry who's Larry he's Mm -hmm. the pianist slash um musical director musical director Mm -hmm. and he he's always on stage because the um the stage uh is just four chairs and then a piano yeah um and he so he's always on stage and occasionally he will like 
stop the music and like give notes during the show. It's very funny oh, when he does that. Love to do bits. Um, it's, he does bits all the time, and you kind of hear some of that in the recording and the cast recording where he's like, "No, no, that's not your note. This is your note. Sing it with mm-hmm. Jeff." And then like Susan does her, "Your your note can suck my note because your note is my notes, bitch." Yeah. Um. So like it's that's very the note I'm singing. <laughs> oh my god, I laugh. love that one. I love it. Um. Uh, but they do a lot of that kind of like we're in rehearsal and we're mm-hmm. actors we're commenting on the action exactly uh especially no no song does that more i think than untitled opening number oh 100 where they're like and for a little texture we'll we'll sing in syncopation uh-huh. we'll add a quarter note then we'll sing in fortissimo, sing in fortissimo. <laughs> it's great well um absolutely just talking about what they're doing yeah the uh breaking down the What's the word I'm looking for? Like formula yeah, to definitely. writing musical theater. It's very, um, and I was, because I was reading a little bit about like the, when they were writing it and um, what they wanted to do because they were originally going to like write an entirely different musical. Mm-hmm. And they realized when they were getting ready to like put the show into the festival, they, as the, the like the, the Kings <laughs> Sorry, festival. I can't help it. It's fine. Um, <laughs> they realized that their conversations about writing the musical were more interesting than the musical that they were writing. Tough to hear. <laughs> Tough. But good to recognize. But good, good to know that you can take a note. Yes. So they were like, let's turn this into the musical. So they did. Okay, love that. Um, which is how you got to title of show. But um, it's kind of like, it's very... <laughs> I hate that I'm about to say this. Well, it's very it. postmodern. <laughs> it's very ironic. Very this bitch s- thinks this is an academic podcast, <laughs> not just some bits we do. But it's like it's very ironic. It's very self-effacing, self-referential. Mm-hmm. Um, and we love that about title shows. And it's we very good. love that. We love that. Um, I really identify. I'm just skipping around here. I'm not going in yeah. any particular order. Like I said, I think I like this because it is such an interesting commentary on. The creative process. Yeah, 100%. Um, For example, writing should feel easy, like a monkey driving a speedboat. (laughs) (laughs) The imagery. It's good. It's so good. And just the um, feelings and concerns you have, like, this should be, this should not be that hard. Why can't I do this? Right. Um, I feel that a lot of people... Like, it's so easy to do jokes with your friends at brunch. It is harder to write jokes into a form that can be consumed by others. Exactly. (laughs) Something that we have been experiencing. Couldn't couldn't be me. Um, Um. (laughs) But we, I I really do like that. Um, And that is especially, like, uh, emblematic in Die Vampire Die. Oh, 100%. Cut, Cut me to my core, please. Literally. Like, it's... Nothing, nothing more in that song, like hits you harder than the end when they're like, then there's that vampire who's like, it gets real fucking real. He's going to sit there and he's going to tell you that you're a piece of shit and that you're never going to be famous. And you're always going to think that he's right. And you can't let that happen. Um, And it sucks, but it's really good. I do think that they really kind of play with that a lot. I also really like that. Um, as well as like the creative aspect of art, they mm-hmm. talk a lot about um, like what it means to achieve your dreams. Yeah. Like part of it all is like such a fucking mood about like, I'm going to do this one thing and it's going to be my ticket and mm-hmm. I'm going to then I'm going to be an artist and yeah. I'm going to be a creative. And it's it really like 
hits you. I did not. This show has always like resonated with me, but mm-hmm. it, a lot of the more like um, poignant parts of like what it actually means to be a working artist and a working creative yeah. hit me so much harder when I listened to it this past week. That should be hitting different. That should be hitting different. <laughs> yeah, when you're in high school and you have your whole life ahead of you, you're yeah. like, <laughs> I've never been more confident. Exactly. <laughs> then, and then you, you meet other people you and you're like, <laughs> and then you move to New York and you start a dead end nine to five job mm-hmm. and your soul dies a little bit every day. You and then riddled with insecurities. You fall into a very, 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 very deep depression <laughs> and then you find comedy and you're like oh i'm funny and then you find out that there are many other people who are also mm-hmm. in comedy who are also very funny and are having much more success than you are and then you're like well i'm dying hello my old friend <laughs> we're back we're back um but like no i i think that they really do walk that fine line of like uh talking about the creative process but then also talking about the end goal for the creative absolutely i think it's a nice especially highlighted in die vampire die oh yeah it's a nice walking the line of we're making jokes yeah it's funny it's funny it's funny and like but really when it comes down to it anxiety and intrusive thoughts and thinking you're not good enough and self-worth and confidence are are actual issues and Mm -hmm. And then it's right back. Like it brings it down for a second, gets a little real, and then it's right back into the show oh, yeah. and fun. And we're back doing, or even things like I Am Playing Me is such a oh, great little. So good. Like I really do think the girls have some of my favorite songs oh, in this show. Easily. Secondary characters. Secondary are characters so, is amazing. Secondary characters is maybe my favorite song on the album. It's really, really good fucking good my favorite song is monkeys and playbills sure of course um just because it's so fun but i was listening to it when you listen to it in headphones you Mm -hmm. can hear the different parts yes and i was like i was and i've seen the show before and i know that they do sing it like everything is very staggered in terms of the lyrics but i was like listening to that like that has to be a fucking bitch to sing (laughs) rehearsal for that oh my god uh, i can't even imagine (laughs) because it's um it's but it's such a fun song and it's so funny and stupid because mm-hmm. they're just like making this story up about monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> using old playbills from failed shows. It's so <laughs> fucking funny. Um and uh So the the gist of the show is two men are writing uh, a show for the New York Musical Theater Festival. Um the de- the deadline's only three weeks away. Um they are frustrated with that they don't have any inspiration um then they start deciding to write the musical about writing a musical they recruit their friends susan and heidi to help with the project the guys are battling writer's block the girls are sort of making suggestions um acting as the voices in the boy's head um <laughs> my i really do love uh, the Tony Award song, and then yeah, <laughs> it's it starts gets a little bit underway, and then Jeff interrupts Hunter who is singing and is like, "We already cut that. Yeah, <laughs> like stop singing that. We 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 cut that. We cut it. Um, which is because it the Tony works. Awards joke funny. is too easy. It's and so easy. This is a really good segue because um, this song is really self indulgent mm-hmm. in terms of like all of the jokes are about Broadway. It's yeah. very much a self referential show mm-hmm. to the um it's for 
people in the know. Exactly. If you know, you know. If you know, you know, which is one of the reasons why, like, it's not a very well, widely known show. Sure. I feel like. But I was kind of thinking last night, like, when you compare it to other shows that do a similar thing. Monty how Python. does it, Monty Python <laughs> or like Drowsy or mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Something Rotten, how do they hold True. up? Because like Drowsy and Something Rotten, I feel like have been a little bit more successful. Yeah. Or at least Something Rotten I has think for sure. Because they utilize Golden Age uh, mm. song structures. Sure. Um, Drowsy for sure. Something Rotten does make a lot of jokes of like bigger name shows. Okay. That's very like because they have they have like a chorus line bit and they gotcha like they, their entire number like make a musical is just like making fun of literally all of Broadway okay. history. Okay, yeah, I think also um, the benefit of this show, uh, staging wise, yeah, and why I think a lot of theater companies could and do do it, yeah, is that it's four chairs and a keyboard, yeah. So the orchestra like the music of it is pretty plinky mm-hmm. um it's very vocal like it's a vocal heavy show you have to have oh, really yeah. talented vocalists which i think is great but um i think that's another reason it's not as popular sure. like it's not as fun and big it's yeah. not like there's i mean there are songs to sing along to obviously oh yeah absolutely and i love it but it doesn't feel um as full mm. i think yeah i get that uh, so sense. I could see that being sort of a hindrance also. Yeah. Um, and also there's like a whole part. I can't remember what song that is. The where they're talking. I think it's Jeff talking to someone and he's like, fucking I, it's the notepad. The notepad. And he's like, yeah. fucking fucker. Fuck. Fuck you. Like, fuck, what's fuck. with all the curse words? He's like, is that appropriate <laughs> or even necessary? <laughs> yeah. Like, you're the writer. Make me say something else. <laughs> right. Um, Which let's talk about that. song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because that song used to be like thus that was the song that I first ever heard from the show that like made mm-hmm. me like find the show mm-hmm. and then and then I was like wait this song is really fucking annoying yeah and then I was like listening to it again I'm like no this song is really funny and then I listened to it last night and I'm like problematic <laughs> don't love it don't love the fact that he's being black it's uh, it's an affect that is certainly a choice definitely um he doesn't do blackface, which is a step in the right direction. But that is the 2003 of it all. That 2004 is the of it all. <laughs> again, once once again, it's us looking at uh, shows from even a back, year ago. Even a year ago, <laughs> in an entirely different lens. Um, but what are you gonna do? But I do think that the um there is an element of at some point you do have to look at language in a show and yeah. say okay this is why it doesn't achieve a certain amount of popularity right i think and i think that's part of it for sure yeah versus monty python which i think is light yeah definitely no f- f-bombs no but you also monty python also has the weight of monty of python. being monty python and same i think a little bit with something rotten it's shakespeare yeah. like that's a thing you all read in 10th grade lit right. like you all know it and um drowsy chaperone less but i think yeah that is where the golden age structure of it all right. comes like because you pull the in songs the blue hairs. sound like exactly the songs sound like musical theater. Yeah, absolutely. So you you get that crowd that you mm-hmm. try to get in musical mm-hmm. theater. And so, it's not the only joke. Right. The entire joke of title of show is, is that itself it's that is referencing shows. Exactly. Whereas 
Monty Python or Drowsy Chaperone is like, we're doing it a little bit, but there's yeah. also an actual story. Right. Not that there's not a story in, sure. in title show, but there it's is. just, it's, it's so much more. The story is more. just the story of exactly. writing a musical. Exactly. Um, I realized last night as I was listening to it that um, this show has influenced my humor more than probably any other piece of media. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like listening to it and like I every few fucking lines I was like that's a joke I say all the time that's a joke all the same I say all the time like the broadway.com and the uh, September montage broadway.com is broadway.com broadway.com can kneel down open its online mouth and suck my fucking cock like I say that at least <laughs> once a week um the the um Susan's like can't you see that I'm dying inside song yes. again a daily reference in the mirror to me. <laughs> a mantra. <laughs> um, there's so many. This like this because I was listening to the show when it was when I was forming myself as an artistic person. Mm-hmm. It really did influence a lot of my comedy, <laughs> which is wild. Um. Okay. So, uh, uh, they cut the Tony song. Jeff and Hunter discuss their ambition to write and compose for a living. Um, but doubts and insecurities surface. Heidi wonders what she's gotten herself into. She's worried. Hunter's worried. They're just doing bits and novelty songs. Um, <laughs> and they need something a little meatier. Um, like a tiny asteroid <laughs> is a little meatier. <laughs> and Susan and Heidi become suspicious of each other. Classic. Oh, my God. What kind of girl is what she? Kind of girl is, she? <laughs> is she is so funny. I... Again, another joke that I think about a lot is she might try to seal my husband. She might try to have my have baby. My babies. <laughs> it's, it's very funny. Very funny. <laughs> and it's so indicative of like when you meet somebody new and you like don't know who this person is. And mm-hmm. you're like, okay, well, what kind of person are you? <clears throat> what's what's your deal? Um, I think one of the girls in there's a line in this where she's like, I'm used to being the funniest. Yeah, I'm used to being the funny one in the room. I was like, wow, truly come for my whole family (laughs) just to attack me in this way. To attack you in your own home. A crime. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Like, I've truly said that verbatim. (laughs) (laughs) Which is hard for me to admit and embarrassing. But here I am living my truth. Truly. Um, Hunter and Jeff are getting more and more discouraged. Uh, Susan. So that's this is when Die Vampire Die. Yes, happens. They're like, don't Iconic get number. down on yourself. Like, you can power through. Um, re-energize the men. Finish the show, and the ensemble tackles the festival paperwork, filling out the form. Best. No, that's. Oh yeah, that's filling out the form. Um, since the deadline is upon them, and nobody can come up with a killer name for the show, they decide to leave the title of Showfield untouched, which makes title of show. The name of their show. Um, that's, sti- that's stylized bracket, lowercase title of show, bracket. Yeah. Um, what if they don't pick it, Hunter worries? Well, that'll be act two, says Jeff. <laughs> Important to note, this is a one-act musical. This is a one-act, 90-minute musical. <laughs> um, and then they get chosen. Uh, I-, I think this is the fastest, this is the shortest show we've ever covered on the pod. Um, probably. Come From Away is also 90 minutes. Okay, yeah. But uh, this show benefits from not having to do with 9-11. 9-11. <laughs> Making it a little lighter. Just a bit. A little lighter fare. Um, they go to the, the festival. They do their six performances. Um, they note as a bonus that fancy industry people are in the audience. Heidi and Susan reconcile their differences and bond over their supporting roles. And that's secondary characters, characters. which is such a brilliant meta humor moment Mm -hmm. and probably the 
one of, it's so hard to pick because this there's not a lot of songs in the show because yeah. it is so short um but like and they're all really good but secondary characters is like easily one of the best the secondary characters are taking the stage while the guys are eating snacks in the wings or something like that it's yes. so good it's so funny <laughs> and like frodo and samwise you'll yeah. be my best friend like it's so funny and then at the end yes. when susan and heidi are just like riffing and like susan, susan! kind of susan kind of can't riff Hi! so heidi's like okay <laughs> Cut it off, cut it off. Cut it off. And then Heidi just like starts riffing like insanely. And the guys There's a walk, dream on reference. There's a guy. The guys walk back on and they're like, what the fuck is hey, happening hey, out what's, here? What's going on? What's going on? And Susan is like, I don't know. I was just standing here quietly. And Heidi was all like, oh, 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 oh. Thanks, Susan. It's so fucking I gotta, good. I got to play it. Such a good meta humor moment. I will find the end and I will. Oh, wow. I love that ending. It's very funny. Please. so funny because like obviously the guys know what's happening they wrote they the wrote fucking it. show that's why it's funny that's why it's funny <laughs> hi so this is bits over broadway where we describe why jokes we are funny jokes um famously if you don't get jokes ask us and we will tell, we'll you. tell you as plans progress toward taking the musical to broadway things begin to unravel um, they discussed making changes to the script versus not. Hunter and Jeff uh, contact numerous famous Broadway actresses, finally get a response from Our Lady mm-hmm. Sutton Foster. They actually do this as a bit in the show where they have recordings yes. of them answering the like calls. Yes. And the um, famous actresses constantly turning them down. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> Um, and then Hunter suggests replacing Heidi. Uh, tensions build. Everything finally bo- boils over at a publicity photo shoot. Um, Heidi's upset with Hunter. Susan's concerned about profit sharing. Jeff is getting um, eaten by vampires. <laughs> and Larry, the keyboardist, feels snubbed because he's not in any of the press photos. <laughs> Sorry. And then Hunter's mad at everybody. Um, that night... Uh, they all apologize, and the four wax nostalgic, nostalgic over younger, happier, less complicated way, days Ugh. in a way back to then. This song. So I was listening to this song, and I um, uh, couldn't like contain myself. <laughs> it hit me like a ton. Did you cry? Uh, almost. Okay. I was at work too, and because it, it was the end, and it was the end of the day, mm-hmm. and I was just like. Listening to this, um, as I was like getting the um the weekend set up to go with um like we to automate everything. Sorry, this is not interesting. Um, <laughs> and nope, I love it. I was just like I was. This song came on, and it. I was like listening to the lyrics for the first time in literally years. I haven't listened to the soundtrack in a while. Yeah, and um, I just like started tearing up, and I was like, "Oh fuck, 
literally never before has this song ever like resonated with me. And I had liked it back in high school. I was like, oh, this is a good song. It's fun. But like back then I thought I was going to like do all of these things and I had so many dreams. Of course. And like then the like line that hit me the most was like the mundane sets in you sit through the or like you sift through the field and plow through the day. And it's like just talking about the slog of like constantly trying to get through the day so that you can do the thing that you want to do at the end of some time period. Yeah. And it's like so kind of heart wrenching because you're like, oh, fuck (laughs) i'm still plowing i'm still (laughs) fucking fighting against the current four units of focus i've used them all (laughs) up i can't do any more yeah and it it was just like really really fucking it like reached into my gut and like wrenched out my soul yeah it was really really hard to listen to but um, I listened to it a bunch after that, and I was like, <laughs> "But then I just put it on repeat." Then I just put it on repeat, really and feel the, I the, the, the really pounded my ass back to two thousand seven. <laughs> um, they now understand that the show must sink or swim as is, with the five of them without a bankable star. Yeah, uh, because their relationship and the quality of the creation are more important to them than commercial success. And I would just like to say, full permission, Connor. Yeah, the minute this becomes. <laughs> bankable in any way yeah ditch me i would do the same to you we've built nothing this means nothing get that bag secure the bag connor you have my recorded permission okay this is legally binding this is a legally binding vocal contract wow i love that for us i will replace you with with the first twink that comes along. I mean, fair. <laughs> and I expect you to do the same to me. Well, I don't know about a twink, but okay. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> would, that's like me being like, uh, any ingenue yeah, so I right. could ever. If you find an old diva to, to replace me, I give you full permission. Becky, I'm calling you this minute. <laughs> I will be replaced by Patty Lapone or no one. Listen. I would pay money to have Patty Lapone scream in my face um, just for like a minute. Okay, new letter writing campaign. Yeah. <laughs> get, get Patty Lapone on this podcast. Get Patty Lapone on our stupid, <laughs> stupid podcast. She's going to come to my house and I'm gonna we're going to chat about Evita. Um, That's going to be the show we talk about. I know she's dying to. Yeah, Evita, not Sweeney Todd, nope. not, not Gypsy. Not Gypsy. <laughs> Evita. <laughs> What's the makeup wars? What was that one? The um, oh, what was that called? War paint. War paint. <laughs> of course. Oh, I because, do not like that. Because ladies, you put on your. It's your battle. It's field. your um, battle. <laughs> oh, are we not doing Eliza Schlesinger anymore? <laughs> Were we ever? Um, they now yes. understand bankable star. Mitch cut that. Um, <laughs> they would. They decide they would rather be nine pa- nine people's favorite thing. Rather than a hundred people's ninth, ninth favorite, favorite thing. thing. And that is the motto we use on this podcast, I too. I literally wrote how I feel about this pod. Yeah. <laughs> Nine, people's Nine people's favorite thing. A hundred people's ninth, ninth favorite, favorite thing. thing. <laughs> but honestly, if we were a hundred people's favorite thing, that would be pretty uh, cool, That'd too. Be that worlds. would be the best of both worlds. That would be the best of both worlds. Jeff says, uh, which, of course, they have just finished. Wait. Let's just put it out there and see what happens, Jeff says, which, of course, they've just finished doing. And so the show ends finale. 
At Curtain Call, the four ugly chairs rise into the rafters and returned encrusted in diamonds, which is a joke from the very beginning yeah. of the show. That's, That's great. very funny. Broadway musical numbers. I think the Tony song is actually in the show. Yeah. They well, they sing it. They sing a little bit of it. Yeah. And then he like cuts them off. Well, mm, right? I'm trying to remember because I've seen the show um, at uh, ACTF, the mm-hmm. theater festival that we used to go to. Hmm. Um, and I can't remember if that song is actually in the show itself because they do in the recording, they cut it off. But oh, um, if he does it like full out. Yeah, because I I distinctly remember there being more of the joke of like, are you finally proud of me, dad? I want yes. a Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, are you proud of your gay son? Yeah. That that's in the I that, that's and that and that is on the soundtrack, the but I think recording. I feel I feel like they build it out more, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe yeah. I'm possible. What else has Hunter Bell done? Um, not that's entirely it. sure. That's it. <laughs> He's from Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is a really short show, and it's basically just all one giant bit. <laughs> At a financial loss, that's tough. Um. Yeah. I really I like it. It's yeah. fun. It's fun to sing. I think it, it is. I don't ever want to sit down and really listen to it as a whole. Sure. Yeah. Just like pick out songs. Yeah. It's definitely a put this on a playlist. Oh, yeah. Put this on a shower playlist kind of musical for me. Oh, that's good. Um. Yeah. So I guess we can wrap up already. It's such a short show. You're welcome. You're welcome. With all you our don't... two hour apps. Here's yeah, a nice quick 45 breather for you. <laughs> Doesn't ha- and not everything has to be two hours. You heard That's it here right. first, folks. You heard famously, famously, you can also do really bad shows in a little amount of time it's also. Very true. <laughs> and we are the rule, not the exception. That's true. Connor, <laughs> yes. man and share this for me. I really do love this show. It's um one of my top ten. Oh, wow. Um, Just because, uh, like I said, it was like really formative to me when I was in high school. Um, We've been covering a lot of shows that were very formative to me in our. Okay, well, you were in high school for 20 years. Okay, well, (laughs) just because I was held back four times doesn't mean anything, Meryl. (laughs) Connor's 57 years old. (laughs) And I don't look a day over 10. (laughs) Baby face. Baby face. Um. But no, I really do love this show. I used to like listen to it all the time. And it was definitely a like a driving album. Mm-hmm. One of my go to's always and forever. Um, and like I said, I loved introducing my friends to it. Um, we had a lot of fun singing it. And um, like I also said earlier, it influenced my comedy a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Recently figuring that out was fun <laughs> for me. Um, I do love that. I love like going back to a movie you watched yeah. growing up all the time that you haven't seen. You're like, wait a minute, I quote this daily and just forgot that it was from this. exactly. And you're like, oh, oh I'm not okay. funny. Actually, I'm not funny. I'm just derivative. <laughs> Everything's derivative. Love. Everything is derivative. Um, my dad has a system for my brothers and I because we used okay. to quote things so often yeah. at the dinner table, but also we're very funny. Well. Um. And he got tired of saying, well, we got tired of him accusing us of not being funny on okay. our own. And he got tired of asking what things were from. So he just reverted to asking us if it was original or crispy. <laughs> <laughs> we have a real KFC situation. I love that. House. So if you came up with it yourself, it's original. And if you're quoting something, it's, it's crispy. crispy. <laughs> 
So I love realizing things are crispy that I thought were original. I love that. I love that. That's so funny. Wow. Just imagine how exhausting it would be to have three children who are just constantly <laughs> talking at you yeah. and you have no idea, no idea what they're what, saying. I imagine that that's probably how my parents feel all the time. All the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, mean. now you have a system and going forward, yeah, you could say original, crispy original. <laughs> crispy original. I love that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to start hashtagging all my jokes like that. As, as hashtag crispy original. I love that. Yeah. That's really good. Thank you. Um, Meryl, man, and share this. Uh, I do like this show quite a bit. That's good. Um, again, shout out to Susan Sordo for introducing shout me out to, to this. Um, we she, love a Susan. She's lovely. <laughs> and it was very sweet of her to introduce this to me. Um, I Yeah, it's fun to sing along. It is a fun look at the creative process. For sure. It's a very cool story of yeah. people who submitted to a festival and then got to Broadway. That's yeah, really. amazing. Um, In like a very short amount of time, I feel like too, for a sh- like four an years. original show yeah, that's within pretty, four years. Yeah, pretty incredible for really no funding. Yeah. And, you know, to, to truly write a show and submit it to a theater festival and then have that show eventually transfer to Broadway is amazing yeah truly awesome. um yeah it's a real it's quick check out it, it it's a quick listen through Literally. you don't really have to be paying attention you're not missing much there's not a lot of no dialogue that's that you're missing huge amounts of the plot yeah so the, the easy to follow the songs are very isolated yeah um they don't fully like move. it's like a bunch of sketches with novelty songs <laughs> <laughs> sketches with novelty it works songs. it does work it does work though and it does have some substance um because no, for sure they full like we said they fully talk about like the like artistic life creative mm-hmm. dreams um what it means to be an adult and lose Working all creative. hope <laughs> That you've ever Spiral had. Spiral downward life. into the blackness <laughs> below. Anyway, I'm gonna float slowly to the bottom. <laughs> I'm gonna go find myself some whiskey. <laughs> Mitch doesn't care about us. He, he doesn't, doesn't care if we live or die. Oh, he just pointed the whiskey out to me. Thanks, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's scrolling Instagram. He doesn't have time for our. He doesn't woes. have time for our, our depressing, <laughs> our sad jokes. Um, <laughs> Um, that was a quick app. That was a really quick app. Good yeah, for us. I I'm glad. For all the times that Mitch gets mad at us for <laughs> going 5,000 hours over. Just for that, I'm going to talk for another hour about unrelated topics. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, great. Connor, anything to plug? Uh, no, just as usual, you can find me at CRelia12 across mm-hmm. all social media. And um, that's where you'll see my uh, writing or um, if I ever do anything other kind of dumb projects that's where you'll be able to find them Meryl anything for you nope you can find me at Meryl K across all platforms uh just a reminder we drop episodes every other Wednesday for Mm -hmm. bits over Broadway uh you can find us at bits over B way across all platforms we're on every podcast app Stitcher Google Play Spotify I'm always interested when people list where they're available like how did the people find this episode sure and you're telling them where to get podcasts but if you're listening on apple podcasts and you prefer stitcher we're there right um you can find us on spotify uh <laughs> like and subscribe rate and review please clap duet this <laughs> duet this this is not on we are not on tiktok we're gonna be <laughs> um, ex- 
excited to do musical memes. Yeah, can't wait. Um, you can email us at bitsoverbeway at gmail.com. Yeah, okay. We need to get the what? I was going to say we need to get that um, couple that – have you seen this couple on TikTok where they do um, – when a man in a musical like comes home yes or like when a woman in the musical like i've is, only ever seen the man i've never seen the woman she she has classic she, i mean true but like she has done a couple of them as okay. well they are so fucking funny yeah, like if you're a man in a musical walking into a room yeah and it's very dramatic and very well done it's incredible it's so that. good love that love that yeah check that out um on i don't TikTok. know i don't know what the fuck their ad is at but <laughs> couldn't tell you what their handle is or <laughs> but, how to find them just, but just go to the for you Google. page and scroll you'll find them it'll come up eventually um yeah i think that's all i have uh yeah all right bye, bye. hmm what's the one about worms <laughs>